Smart 5 Grid, an EU-funded project, aims at revolutionizing the energy vertical industry. To achieve that, the project focuses, among other things, in introducing an open 5G experimental facility, supporting integration, testing and validation of existing and new 5G services, and net apps from third parties. Daniele Porcu, the project's coordinator and my guest for this episode, will explain, among other things, the concept and objectives of the project. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends, focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Daniela, thank you for being here with me today and would you please describe in a few words the Smart 5 Grid project? Thank you for inviting me and for being there. Smart 5 Grid project aims to, as I explained, to investigate the use and the implementation of 5G in the energy industry. So we always think to 5G as a medium to connect field devices with whatever, but actually since it's a digital network, there is the opportunity to modify how this communication infrastructure is acting based on our needs. So since it's not an easy thing to implement, the European Commission decided to introduce a new concept of network application so that the complexity of 5G can be simplified. In this way, those third parties who want to enter in this new paradigm could be facilitated. So we are implementing something that is going towards virtualization in the edge. So it will be something like edge cloud but at the same time, it's using this 5G technology that, as we know, has a lot of potential, especially for the energy sector, like, for example, the slicing or this huge bandwidth that compared to optical fiber, give the same parameters, speed, but with, uh, of course, significantly less investment needed. Yes, that makes sense. However, 5G technology is not yet equally and widely penetrating the European grid, let's say. So which needs of the current EU energy grid would you say that your project is covering and how? Actually, we are implementing almost ready 5G infrastructure because that's the difficulty that by the time there is a rollout of the technology, we are implementing using a real telco infrastructure with real power plants. So this is very complicated for an experimental project. But in one use case, we will have a full core network implemented as a private 5G infrastructure. So we will use both of things. And that's the way we had to do it. Yeah, total sense. And who is involved in the project? Actually, we are more or less 24 partners, including two DSOs, two TSOs, and major technology partners, uh, university, and more than half of the consortium is made by SMAs because the real value is involving small, medium... Uh, All and medium businesses. Yeah, it makes total sense. Absolutely. But who is the target? We know now who is part of the consortium. I would assume that the same, let's say, entities or the same kind of entities? Let's say that? similar entities because on one hand, we have the players of the energy industry, so not only the system operators, but also the asset owners and operators 
like energy producers, storage, and so on. So whoever is playing a role in the energy market, also aggregators and vendors, and etc. But also the telco industry itself, because there is a need for the telco industry to change their skin and go towards this installation of distributed servers, because that's what is needed to implement this and also IT developers, because they need to get more involved and make this experiment to get real. We are not the only project dealing with the network application. Uh, Ten projects in the same call are dealing with the same, so everybody is covering a different vertical with different approach. And at the end, we will go for a, I don't know, mutual understanding of what will be the standard. Yeah, that's fascinating, especially the part where you said that telecoms need to also change. This is something that it comes a little bit as a surprise because we always used to think in the energy sector that it is the energy sector that will learn from telecoms. But now it's actually mutual. It goes both ways, right? Yeah, this is the approach. But uh, on the other hand, there is a big question mark. Who is owning those servers? Yeah. Who is installing that? Is it third parties? Is it the telco itself? where this application should run. There are a lot of open question mark on that. Yeah. And that's also a matter of how it will be like paid back. Because it's something that innovative that still the telco themselves didn't make any investigation on what will be the model. There that. is no blueprint. Not, not yet. This. Exactly. Not yet. This is what we're trying to get to. But since 5G tech is not spread throughout the European continent equally, how difficult is a pan-European approach? How do you tackle this problem? Actually, we are focusing on four countries. And one of that is using a private network. So we are not even investigating the problem. And we see that there are different speeds. In Bulgaria, for example, the colleagues are facing the problem of the frequencies that are used by the army. So it's about having some sort of issue how to remap the frequency. In Italy, we had the problem of frequency were used by digital TV. So there was a reshape of the frequency because this is the spectrum and it's given. So either we are using other frequency that are used by radars or I don't know. Yeah, some <laughs> surprise issues yeah. there. Eh? Yeah. So to use 5G technology, you uh -huh. need to have a smart grid. How smart is our grid? Can we really use 5G? Because we say that we use 5G, yeah. but even in telephones, I see 4G in the end. Yeah, but I mean, our grids, we are having uh, several projects showcasing their experiments and it's been years that we are talking about flexibility implementation, so we are going towards that direction. So I think grids are ready. I mean, the field devices are there. There is uh, always room for improving. Uh, that's always an open point. But the level of smartness, it's almost there. What has to be changed is the readiness of the 5G infrastructure to host this distributed computational power. That's what will make the difference. Yeah. And staying in this pan-European level that we touched upon, and I know you said it's only in four countries, the uh -huh. project. However, one of the project's objectives is to design, deploy, operate, and evaluate in real-world conditions uh -huh. an integrated, open, cooperative, and fully featured 5G network platform. When I read that, I couldn't help but think, how feasible is that? Is it possible to actually achieve that? Yes, we are developing some platform stuff to support this change. And 
on one hand, we will have an open service repository where these NetApps and software artifacts will be hosted and make available also, it depends on the license, of course, but available for the new developers to learn from the others. On the other hand, we, will, we are, actually it's almost ready, developing a verification and validation tool that will allow a developer who doesn't have any contact, because nowadays we experimented ourselves with the pandemic, with the owners of the platform that they can ask for a validation, like checking if the software is well structured and also checking if the edge node can support the running of this software. So it will accelerate the development of the software. It's a kind of help that we can provide. And we are ready in the first quarter of next year to open our testbed. It's something that I never heard in a previous project, at least those where I was participating, opening our platform for everybody who wants to learn this technology, learn how to develop a NetApp, and also if they have some field component or stuff that they want to implement using this Edge Cloud technology to make a test and a trial. So till now we saw plenty of platform, project finished, who is continuing to use it? Nobody. But while we are running the project, we are more than happy and ready to host whoever wants to make tests to make this technology become something that it's useful. Otherwise, it will stay as a nice exercise of building something that it will be soon forget it. Let's hope not, because it sounds quite interesting, but rules and regulations, are they on your side in the sense of the local authority? because we have that a lot in Europe, and also in the sense of the European Commission. The rules and regulations that we have now, are they helping you or not? What can change? Somehow the regulation, it's ruling more the actual telco model. So to change this paradigm, regulators should need to understand also what can be the role of the telco infrastructure as a digital infrastructure. To make a shifting, so that the, also creating a new business cases of providing this service, not only to energy vertical, but for whatever vertical wants to implement this sort of virtualization because of the reliability of 5G, at least. At the moment, we only see it on paper, but when the platform and the infrastructure will be implemented, we will understand better also how it perform and I'm sure that will be a rush for those who can grab their positioning to reach their goals at first. There is no mistake 5G is the future, I think. Yes, yes, somehow yes. Daniele, thank you very much for this very interesting conversation. Thank you so much for inviting me and for the opportunity. And thank you too. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe, and you can access our other episodes too. I am Ariti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.